On December 23, 1776, Thomas Paine began his essay, The American Crisis, with the words, These are the times that try our souls. He concluded with the following, By perseverance and fortitude, we have the prospect of a glorious future. By cowardice and submission, the sad choice of a variety of evils. A ravaged country, a depopulated city, habitations without safety, and slavery without hope. And if there yet remains one thoughtless wretch among you who believes it not, let them suffer it unlamented. This is part 36 of The Arrogance of Infinity. Food Truck for Thought. Our daughter might have been approached by the man of her dreams in the few moments she sat alone at a table in St. Paul's Food Truck Bar on October 10th, 2021. Her two friends had each gone to separate restrooms. Then gunshots flew. She plunged and crawled for cover on the floor of a food truck kitchen where she was approached by a bloodied man in a nightmare. She did for him what she could, what mayhem would allow, and dialed 911. The police and first responders were almost there. Her friends were blocked by chaos from rejoining their friend and ravaged with guilt for going to the restroom, for going to the restroom. Not far away, at just past midnight, a young veterinarian's assistant named Marquisha would lose her dreams and ambitions and nightmares forever. Three young men were among the 14 wounded that early morning, three thugs who fired shots in ignorant anger, three gangbangers, three lost souls who somewhere along the line abandoned their ambitions, ability to dream, and respect for their own and everyone else's lives. I must admit to feeling satisfaction when I heard a wounded guy caught up to one of the thugs and repeatedly punched him in the face. Faith forced me to ask forgiveness for being fulfilled by violent retribution. There's too much retribution these days, not enough accountability. We owe Marquisha and her family more than retribution. We owe more to every moment of survivor's guilt experienced by every other person in that room. Within minutes after the angry shootings, our daughter and her two friends connected in frantic phone calls. The woman is a friend since kindergarten. They shared slip and slides, sleepovers, sneaking out, and too many slurpees. They survived bad driving, high school hockey, and the passings of grandparents. The longtime friend was desperately blocked and rerouted home to maternal comfort that a village cannot provide. The other friend found his way to our daughter's side, and they escaped to hide in a gated yard where he tried to scrub the bloody memory from her hands with leaves and grass. The young man and our daughter were eventually discovered and carried home by another friend, the son of a cop. A few hours later, I saw her hands still stained with the blood of another. 
I looked into the caring, bloodshot eyes of her friend, who continued to express haunted guilt for going to a restroom. With our daughter back home, her mother nurtured and asked me to wash blood from a shoe. Chief Axtell of the St. Paul Police reminded us all that the shooters at the food truck, the lost souls who killed young Markeisha, were not born as shooters. Our society has hijacked the ambitions and innocence of the young. Our individual souls have been legislated into collective failure. The failure is most evident in neighborhoods where young men become lost souls. They typically live across town from affluent neighborhoods filled with righteous placards of love, science, and equity that project false unity and false welcomes to people they secretly fear. Lost souls who cruise up and down alleys to steal loose assets from obtuse people with unlocked garages. The two sides of town band together in a smug and angry voting block that perpetuates progressively bad policies. We spend reckless billions and point fingers of blame to the past as income and education gaps widen, as young people in their dreams die in the streets. It is inherently impossible for equity to evolve in a one-party petri dish. Our culture cannot and will not grow until the people who have repressed our cities and schools for decades are removed and are re-educated to embrace a truly inclusive philosophy. Conservatism is mandatory wisdom to use resources sparingly and with purpose. Liberalism is creative love that shares resources beyond pragmatism. We are called to practice both. Progressivism does neither. It is a greedy power monger that makes a demon of conservative and a bastard of liberal in an effort to remain in control. We all react. We run toward challenge. We nurture. We deny in submission. Some seek to divide, defund, then suck power from the void. I'm afraid we're about to step out of the restroom. <laughs>